Did someone say, show me the funny? It doesn't matter now. Here come Cliff and Kendall. This show is all on fire. Hey, Hello, Kendall. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I really thought that when you were going to go, Hasavinya, Wabaki, Chihuahua. Paramis, Hibamovinya, We're jumping into a Lion King spinoff right now. From the day Cliff and Kendall start their <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And see it spread over the earth. No one listened at all. Okay, anyway. (laughs) But that didn't (laughs) stop them. (laughs) Oh, anyway, this is, what is this? This is Cliff and Kendall Coast. This is a podcast, Cliff. To Coast, the internet talk show, slash podcast, slash, et cetera, et cetera. Slash, slash, slash. We're all of those things. We're at, we're everywhere. We're omniscient. We are omniscient. Omnipresent. Well, we're omniscient too, but we're omnipresent. We're all of those things, is what I think and what I know. Being omniscient, I just know it. <laughs> I think it, and I know it. And today we're talking about cartoons and animated films. One of the things that we love. Oh, uh, we're just gonna count down the top ten. Animated movies you have to watch before quarantine is over. Gotta watch it. Better put it on the list and swear to Gotta it. Gotta do it. We've already pre-agreed for you, listeners, that, that you will. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of pre-agreeing lately. <laughs> By listening up to this point, you have entered into an agreement to <laughs> watch all ten and the honorable mentions. I hope you know what you were clicking when you hit accept when you started this podcast. You know, my old friend Beatty, she used to always be real afraid in the early days of the internet that she would go on and accidentally buy like a dishwasher or something just by <laughs> clicking around. Well, see, she was the only smart one that, that was like careful about that. We were all just like, agree to it all. And that's why every Easter Sunday I get a phone call saying, did you order $100 worth of pizza in Austin, <laughs> Texas? And I have to say, no, my card has been stolen like, again. No, no, Oh, Cliff, no, ooh, stink no, bugs on me. Oh, God. Oh, what? I thought that These was just must be, your stink. No, they must be all around here because of Charles. Oh, they're just, they're trying to come home. Oh, no, you know, Charles, he's up there. I don't know, you, you blame everything on Charles. And yet there he is up there well, in the front of the store in Broadway, what I call Broadway, which is the open space in front of the cash register. And Charles, and he, you know, he's assembling, making our sets for our big production of Little Shop of Horrors that's coming in a few weeks. Yeah, well, he ain't finished yet. I didn't, I didn't say he was finished. I'm just saying I there's said still time for him to destroy them. <laughs> Look, Kendall, he is not destroying them. Look, he's just drilling, or he will as soon as he plugs it in. Well, he's he's got a ways to go. Luckily, we still have a little bit of time before the play. I'm, we've been practicing like crazy. It's coming along. I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited. I advise all of our listeners to put on a show in your in your quarantine place. If you're in a store like we are, or if you're in a home or a barn or an abandoned warehouse or something, I think just put on a show because it is just it's just been a great, 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 great. I don't know. I don't know. Team building. Sure, sure. It's just it's just a great way to lift the mood and pass the time and just it has been I, I just i think everybody should do it and just singing the songs what a savior music is to us all and in of course my quarantine concerts have been a savior to you and mrs potter butter butter churn and mr snodbottom and charles and crockpot and the kids it, when i do them every day and you know they're almost as meaningful to me as they are to you. It's just been such a wonderful experience. Well, and see, I'm so thankful for the musical because you always get to bring so much joy to everybody with the quarantine concerts. I'm like, I want to bring that joy. So this has finally given us the chance to do it. So we're all in on the act. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, she is sewing away over there. Yeah. Uh, I, she ordered so much fabric because she's making all of our costumes. And she I'm telling will, you. She will not need that much fabric. Come well, they, they brought a truckload of fabric the other day. Not not even kidding. For all of our costumes that she's working on. I, I know. I just, I love it. I hope that we get to, do we get, you think we get to pick out the, what design we want for our personal costumes? Oh, you should know she's been going through the all the famous books of the different plays and she's been putting it together, making it the best. She is just like, Oh, god, look, here she comes right now. She's got it coming this way with the tape. Measure. Oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, my goodness, dear. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just sorry need to get a few measurements if you don't mind. Yes, just one moment, boys. <laughs> Mrs. Butter, 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 turn. you know, she needs to measure your waist there, Cliff Boy. Oh. Oh, yes, okay. it's so exciting, dear. I'm making the Audrey dress now, and I just wanted to just get one last measurement before I start. All right, here, let me lift up my arms for you. You know, you just oh, make could, it uh, real uh, gender neutral. Daffodil, could you take this side and, and just pull around that way, dear? Oh, oh, goodness. We're not, this one's not going to be long enough. I'm so sorry. Oh. Dear. I'm going to have to get a longer tape measure. I think I have one in the back. Yeah, that one, that one, was that, that must be like for babies or something, that one. <laughs> yes, of course, dear. Um, Kendall, I, I already have your costumes made, but I, I may need a few more measurements before this is all over. I'm about to work on one of the other costumes next. Oh, yes. You know, dear, I think you should wait a few weeks before finalizing those costumes, or you'll just have to let them out again. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, I'm one step ahead of you. I always leave an extra panel inside that I can let out very easily at the last moment. Well, that's good. And, and oh, this, <laughs> this is not your first rodeo. And remember, <laughs> elastic. I need elastic waist and everything. Oh, yes, dear. Crockpot, we're going to need to order some more elastic. I only have one spool left. Oh, oh she is just... Uh, you know, through all of this, she just keeps going and go. She's like the Energizer Bunny. She just goes from one thing straight to another and just keeps working hard. That's the way it is. All right, Kendall, are you ready to get in uh-huh, uh-huh, to uh-huh, the top ten? Yes, I am. Now, and just before we start uh-huh. with the top ten, All I right. have to say there's there's one honorable mention that I want to mention. Okay. That I have searched and searched for the name of this one because I remember it from my childhood and I loved it. And I don't know why I was so obsessed with this movie or watched it, but did you ever see the original My Little Pony movie? 
I don't know that I ever did. It. Uh, I know that there's these two, like, um, I guess, like, villain two girls that, like, are trying... I don't... They're coming out. I can't remember much of it. I'm gonna have to watch it again. But I know that they had to go get this special stuff out of this swamp that was, like, called the Flume. And they had... We gotta go get the flu! And I loved it. And I'm not saying it's, like, the top ten, but I wanted to mention it because it's so good, and I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. It may be horrible from what I remember, but I'm gonna set that right there. I'm sure it would be great! Yeah, don't come on. Come on! Well, okay. (laughs) You want me to start with the, the real number ten? Whatever you want to do, Kendall. I'm not going to presume to uh, bridle and harness you like a pony in slavery. Don't, don't, uh, don't bridle me, Cliff, please. (laughs) Don't fence me in, Kendall. Number 10. Number 10. Now, this one may come as a shock to you, but I love it. Oh, God. The Pixar movie, Coco. Did you love it? I did love Coco. Okay, good. Well, then it's not as big as a shock as I was worried. But as you know, it's the Day of the Dead, which is my birthday. So, hey, the movie takes place on my birthday. What a better reason to put in the top ten. But I just love it because that song, you know, it came out after my mother passed away, and that song just made me boohoo like a baby. Remember me, though I have to say goodbye. I think it's a wonderful movie, and it deserves to be in the top ten. It is. It's a great movie. It's a on Day of the Dead, and it's Coco is the grandma, right? Yes, yeah. Yes, and the little boy, he goes, and he has to get a picture to the land of the dead or something, right? He goes to the land of the dead. Yeah, well, he goes to the land of the dead, and he's kind of stuck there, and he has to get back and and he because he wants to play music because he loves music, and then he finds out that like this other guy that's over there that it's I won't say much about it or go into it too much, but he doesn't have a photo on the other side, so he can't come over and cross over. So he has to take care of that as well. Right, right, yeah. It it, it was great, and I just cried and cried at the end. Oh, it was yeah. so good. So, so that's number ten. Go out and watch it if you hadn't. It's a great movie. Great, great, great movie, 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 even when you said Grease was one of the top ten musicals that you got to watch ever. Cliff, Did we fight? No. I live my life worried about fighting with everybody, so that's just, <laughs> it doesn't matter what what has come before, I'm always going to be nervous about a fight. No, Kendall, no fights here. That's, that's here in the store, here in our booth, in this safe space. All of our fights, even if we had a big fight, it would be resolved before the end of the episode so it nothing to worry about here well still stresses me out kendall number nine (gasps) number nine one of the great animated films probably came out around the my little pony movie Mm -hmm. but of course it's much better and it's about a globe trotting adventure taken by alvin and the chipmunks and Brittany and the chipettes it's called the chipmunk adventure
That's a good one. I haven't seen that one in forever. Well, it should be on the Criterion Collection because it is so good. <laughs> and it has so many things going for it. It has incredible songs. And it is the out the Chipmunks. They were some reason left to be with Miss Miller, who is wonderful, the next door neighbor who has the Chipettes. And they go, but they sneak away and they go go on this hot air balloon race everybody all over the world and there are oh i remember it and they have to pick up little chipmunk dolls and some of them are filled with diamonds because oh yes yeah the chipmunks they're just being used as pawns for jewel smuggling can you (laughs) believe it oh that that i do remember that that now like i was recently on disney plus and this is not on my list but it's a good movie uh, remember the DuckTales, Treasure the Lost Lamp? Remember that one? I do, yeah. Um, that, that it reminds me of the same sort of vein as that one, because I loved it, and I watched it so many times as a kid. I'm going to have to go back and revisit that one. you got to watch the Chipmunk Adventure. I remember when I was, I don't know, uh, so young, but I got the, the videotape, and I remember like playing it at my grandmother's house for the other children that were there, and it was like I was uh, just very adamant, like, you cannot talk during this movie. This is... <laughs> Well, that's the way you are with every movie we watch, Cliff. Well, when it's something as important as the Chipmunk Adventure, you gotta pay it a little goddamn respect, Kendall. I can't even crunch the popcorn when I watch the movie. You're like, Kendall, pay attention. This is an important part. All the parts are important. If they weren't Uh, important, they would have cut them out. (laughs) Well, I know. Um, And I try to be as quiet as I can. There's no, see, arguments all around. Uh, (laughs) Next up. Great, great film from the Disney vault. <gasps> I don't know if you loved it as much as I did, and it's kind of uh, it's a hotly debated one, Uh-oh. sort of. Fantasia. Mm. Did you love Fantasia? I had nothing against Fantasia for sure. What's it, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of different things. I just, I liked the variety and all the music i i because i loved music you know and i loved like the wizard scene with the mops and i just loved it i thought it was great yeah it's got the sorcerer's apprentice mm-hmm. it's got the not, night on bald mountain or whatever yeah i remember clips of it being in the disney halloween treat yes yeah video that i would rent constantly and so I uh, yeah, and then it had like the fat hippos ballet mm-hmm. dancing. And now I've identified with that part. So uh huh, that well, was those were the Cl- Cliff and Kindles of their time. I just think whether it's your favorite movie or not, it definitely has to be in the top ten because it's one of those films that just broke the mold. Broke it, broke it, broke it, broke it. Just took the mold, sat right on it, shattered. One of those hippos sat right on the shattered on the mold and shattered it. Exactly. All right, what was that number eight? Uh, yes, number eight. A 90s classic about a, a person who's shut away from the world. Tangled. <laughs> but they are shut away high up in the air, much like Rapunzel, but with no hair. Instead of hair, they got a hump. Oh, and it's the hunchback yes. of Notre Dame. Did you watch that after we talked about it last time? I did. I have I have watched it now. I've only seen the first one. I don't know if the, if the second one is lives up to the first one but i did watch the first one yeah i, I would say first one is all you need <laughs> i 
and it's just so good. It just goes back to a lot of the old kind of Disney ones where it was like a painting to look at. Yeah. And it, but then it also has so many great, great songs, just like from The Little Mermaid and such. And, and of course, The Little Mermaid we can't talk about because we already talked about it. It's already been talked episode. about on a different it, list. It, it could fit on almost any list, mm-hmm. but we could, we're only going to put it on one. For now. But Hunchback's so good and just the incredible songs and. Uh, God help the outcasts hungry from birth. Show them the mercy they don't find on earth. God help my people, we look to you still. God help the outcasts where nobody will. I can't go on. It's one of those movies I used to put on the CD and I'd perform every part. When I was <laughs> when I was a fat gay teen in my bedroom, I was all the parts. I was Quasimodo, I was Esmeralda, I was Judge, uh, Frollo, the evil, and I would sing uh, Heaven's Light and Hellfire and out there living in the sun all of them well and as a fat gay adult you still do it i still do it kendall <laughs> you sing them all all the i hear you over there in your corner singing at night uh, every part of every show the the pop version of god help the outcasts the one of the big songs was bet midler on the album kendall the come on FM. come on come on It was just a perfect storm of <laughs> excellence when the Hunchback perfect, of Notre Dame. Oh, if only a critic would say that about our show. A perfect storm <laughs> of excellence. Well, wait till they hear the Little Shop episode. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Do we have time maybe for one more before we get into a segment? Uh, what was that? Seven? That was seven. Let's, let's, let's do a segment, then do one more. Oh, well, is that what you would do? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I would do. I'll tell you what I would do. What would I oh. do? WWID. What would you do? Do 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 do. Uh, Cliff. All right. Yes. You have been asleep. Mm, wonderful. Wake- Don't you love sleeping? Well, oh the story God. starts out good, but then you wake up, uh. um, and you find a huge tarantula spider is sitting on your face. All right. And you go to swat it off, but your arms are still paralyzed from being asleep. Uh-huh. And the spider looks extremely poisonous, and you're worried that it uh, that this could be it. And you're okay with that. But just then, you see outside your window that the ghost of Ed McMahon is here with the publisher's clearinghouse check. And right behind him, standing in line behind him waiting, is the Peabody Award Committee, and they're waiting to give us their Peabody. What do you do? Well, it's not even a problem for me, Kendall, because oftentimes I wake up and I feel like 
do you feel this like where you where you feel like oh I I can't even move like my body is frozen I feel that all day every day <laughs> yeah but even when I feel that way really if I just use my mind and I say lift up your arm I can always lift it and I'm really not frozen it just felt like that for a moment in my mind so I just swat the tarantula away humanely go to the door and make sure it's not a ghost check but even if it is a ghost check that I can't cash then I would you know just <laughs> ghost. I would just walk straight through the ghost of Ed McMahon to collect our Peabody well, and that's the real important thing that we're wanting to get there. So, Money is not as important. Awards are not important except for how much we deserve them. Exactly. Well, and I, I could just hear the, use the force, Cliff. <laughs> Move your arm. Yeah, I wouldn't even have to use the force. All right. Mind over matter. Right, and if you don't mind, it don't matter. Kendall, let's say this. You are, you know, you, you care for a lot of orphans in your day-to-day life. Okay. And one of the orphans, one day, the doctor diagnoses this orphan with a terrible eye disease. And if you can't get this orphan surgery for, for on its eyes, that's going to go blind. But you just don't have the money. What would you do? Uh, uh, well, 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 well. I would donate my eyes for the orphan. Oh. Because I trust me, I've tried every trick in the book to try to get money, and it's not working. So I know I I couldn't like sell something or do something great that would make a lot of money. So the only thing left to do is either let that orphan be blind or give them my eyes. So or maybe I'll give them one, and we'll both have one eye. There we go. Well, win-win. What's <laughs> a win-win, Kendall? Uh, all right, Cliff. The Falkland Islands. Yes. That we're here on. Amen. They just they start sinking into the ocean. Oh shit. And there's only a week left above the water. No planes or boats can get to us for some reason. Everything's shut down. And just when we've lost all hope, this doctor appears and tells you that there's a little known volcano on the island. We didn't even know it was here. And that uh, it needs two fatsos as a sacrifice, or the and the island will be saved. He will give us money to live the best week of our lives, but then we have to jump in the volcano. And we have to give him an answer, or you have to give him an answer on the spot. No time to call me. What are you going to do? I say yes. All right. Because he, Short you know, but good answer. <laughs> you know how they are. You know how they always, in the movies and in the books, it's just one of those things. It's like you have to say yes to life. You have to say yes to everything. And just, you know, they made a movie about it for Jim Carrey. And you just say, yes, yes, Well, yes. it turns out that uh, that's just, it was just a myth. We died for nothing, and the island sank anyway. So, wrong oh. answer, Cliff. Whoops. Well, Whoops. You can't win them all, Kendall. That's what Cliff would do. <laughs> Kendall. Yes. You are over at a fancy party. And then you go down with the host of the party uh, down to the uh, basement cellar. And the host, he gives you this big bag full of rolls to eat. And so you're sitting over in this corner of the cellar and you're eating these rolls and all the bread. And it's just so much more than you could ever ask for. And you're just loving every minute. I like it so far. (laughs) And what you don't notice is that the host of the party is 
quietly bricking you in into this little piece of the basement and he's, he's laying cement and bricks and he you don't notice it until there's only like one brick slot left at the top of the wall that and that's you still have a couple rolls left but you happen to look up and you see that there's one brick opening left at the top of the wall what would you do uh well i know that i can't fit through that one hole in the brick so i would just let him finish and I would try to not eat the rolls and let them harden so that then I could throw them at the brick wall and bust out of there. Now, we all know that I'm going to die because I'm going to end up eating the rolls. I'll never be able to wait that long, so I would just die. All right, you, you would do what uh, Cousin Eddie says to do if snot starts uh, laying into your leg. You just let him finish. Just go let him finish. Just let him finish. All right. <laughs> oh, Cliff. All right. You. Me? For some reason, are outside of the shop working, doing something, uh, and you like set your coffee down. And while your back's turned, and you're out there and you're drinking it, and you turn your back, you're doing something, you come back to drink it, and it tastes weird. You're like, something's weird about this. So you go look at the security footage that we have around, and you see that for some reason, when your back was turned, Charles the contractor peed in your cup. So now you have drank Charles the contractor's urine. What do you do? Well, I would think about all the antioxidants that he added to the drink, and then I would, you know, pray for guidance from the universe, and I I don't know, steal money from his wallet while he was asleep or something, you know, just something small and reciprocal. Well, A, there's no money in his wallet, so there's that. Um, And you would do that because you wouldn't know. He always pees in my cup, so I know the smell of Charles the Contractor's urine. I know when I pick up a cup, leave it be. Leave it be. Leave it be. It's full of pee. Leave it be. Leave it be. Leave it be. Full of pee. (laughs) When you see a cup in front of Charles the Contractor, leave it be. Words to live by. Words to live by. And that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Do we have, is that all of what I would do? Or do you have more? That's all I would do. Oh, well then I guess that's all I would do too then, Kendall. (laughs) All right then. (laughs) Oh, is is it time to take a, oh wait, look, she has, here she comes with a measuring tape. Oh, look, here, come in. All right. Oh oh, goodness, I I have another measuring tape, dear. All right, here we go. That feel, oh. You take that around there, that, that yes, way, dear. Move it this way, dear. Oh, oh my goodness. Right, this yeah, one's not going to be long enough either. Oh, it's it, come on. I'm, I'm really going to suck in. Oh, you're going to have to go oh, more no. than that, dear. Do you want me to grab the other end and pull? Oh, yes, pull with me, boy. All right, you pull. Kendall, okay, you must stop on pull that one side. Oh, my God. Go- oh, oh, there goes the bowel. Oh, 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 I was straining too hard. Oh, goodness. Uh, Dear, I don't think this is going to work. I believe I may have one other one somewhere hidden in the back. Let's go see if I can oh, find that one. Let's pray, dear. Oh, yeah, that's a prudent idea, dear. Uh, Quackpot, do you know where that box is that I put up in the back? I need the box. You might want to look for a rope. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, that, I had, that came from all that breathing oh, in. Oh. That one sprayed all over me. Woo. It did. Speaking of spray, I'm going to spray some of this pumpkin spice air spray. Because, oh, I just have to. Oh, it makes me feel so much better spraying it, that. It does smell better than Charles the Contractor's urine. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna take a break and let this dissipate for a second, and then then when we come back, it'll smell wonderful in here. No, Kendall, no, I can't let you do that. <laughs> we, I need you to count down. Number six, or the listeners are going to revolt. Well, well, okay. Number six. I'll just say this and see if you can figure it out. I'm a real boy. Oh, Kendall. Shrek 2. <laughs> no, well, okay. No, it was Pinocchio. Oh. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come The original Pinocchio movie, that wonderful one with Jiminy Cricket and the wonderful song, When you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are. Oh, it's a wonderful movie and a wonderful song. Uh, now, what is it that you love the most about Pinocchio? Is it that he's a wooden puppet come to life? Is it that his nose grows when he tells a lie all it was all the lessons he had to learn oh uh, you were gonna say it was all of the above but okay it, well it, it you're right because he had to learn to not lie he had to learn to to not make terrible choices and go on the island with the misfit people or whatever it was i forget uh yeah. so yeah all those things he had to learn before he could be a real boy they turned into jackasses those boys oh yeah see and i, I remember i don't ever turn into a jackass but here we are. Oh, I need to. We need to watch that again. We need to Disney Plus that with Fonky and Opie. Upon the star, your dreams come oh yeah, we do. When they get caught, they get caught in the whale, like Jonah. Oh yeah, Jonah. <laughs> a man, a woman named Jonah. <laughs> woman Kendall. named Jonah. They exist. <laughs> and on that note about a woman named Jonah, we can take a break. Uh, finally. All right, good. Because this is just too it. strong in here. All right, we'll be right back after this. I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this. Audio Entertainment presents Warren. Yeah, we like to rock and roll. We like to do a lot of other things, too. Call the Warren Rock Line. We'll give you the warm, hard facts on our personal lives. <laughs> our fans always come first. Just $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Kids ask your parents permission. You'll get the latest on tours, videos, and what town we blew up last. Call and hear a new message every day and learn how you can leave your personal message from Warren. Or anything else you've got on your mind. Call us and find out what goes on behind Tour Bus Doors. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Cliff and Kendall are back. No, 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 no,
broke it, broke it, broke it, broke it, broke it. Well, that did get rid of the pumpkin scent. Oh, Kendall, quit bitching about that pumpkin scent. Uh, you know me, I'm never going to quit bitching about anything, Cliff. Kendall, you know, uh, that reminds me of, of the story that it was so weird that happened to me just before we got isolated here into the store. Um, um, do, um, did I ever tell you the, the story about uh, the time I was in the, <laughs> the parking lot of the Five and Dime store, you know, here on Fizzy 111, and I parked the rental car next to this other car, and I noticed as I got out, the car next to me had been keyed, you know, which is just awful. Uh-huh. But it had been keyed, and it had also, they had keyed words into the car. In addition to just like scratches. Uh-huh. And the words that it said, it said dumb 420 bitch in the, <laughs> the car. And I thought, oh my God, this is sort of crazy and sort of like funny, depending upon, you know, certain factors. And, but so dumb 420 bitch. And I thought, oh, this is sort of funny. I should take a picture and let people know how this funny thing that happened to me. But then right as I was walking to the door, <laughs> the, per, the the dumb 420 bitch came out. But, and she was walking. The, she couldn't have been anybody else because it uh-huh. was only our rental car and the dumb 420 bitch car over there, right? And it was like this like 15-year-old girl. She looked 15. Oh, my god. And gosh. she was like five or six months pregnant. And so I thought, oh, I just can't. <laughs> That's I had to delete those dumb 420 bitch pictures from. But I thought, you know, maybe that, you know, that she's just this, this wild party girl and it's like a movie. She'll become a fun mom. And oh, I hope that that movie has a happy ending. I do. <laughs> so to all the dumb 420 bitches and their children out there, we just hope you're doing well and hope you're living for love and carrying on, carrying on. Just carry on my wayward sons. My 420 mm-hmm. bitches. Days go by. It's the bigger love of two fat co-hosts. Oh, so fat. I cannot, I can't stop eating and I can't even like get myself to like sit up. Oh yeah. If, if you thought, listeners, if you thought we were fat before. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. I'm, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. Enough said. Back to happier times. Cartoons and animated films, Cliff. <laughs> Animation, Kendall. Do you love it? I love it so much. It's the one thing that... It really is. It continues to bring us joy through this quarantine that we can watch a nice, wonderful animated film of yesteryear. The hand-drawn animation, the stop-motion, the computer. Love it. All of it, Kendall. It's just such a gift. For us to enjoy. It is. I used to work in the ink and paint building at, at the Walt Disney Studios. And I Which was, did you do? Ink or paint? Neither. They, uh. It was just a, it was a spillover office at that point. It was when it, they were like, this is all dead. You just use this office. Oh. But I was like, ooh, it was so cool. So sad. All right, Kendall. <laughs> cool and it sad. It was cool and sad. A lot of things are like that. Yeah. Number five. Number five. 
Oh, oh Kendo. Number five. I hope you're not scared of number five because it has some scary things in it. Do you know what it is? Uh-oh. Can you guess? Bambi. No. Even <laughs> scarier, more terrifying creatures. Dumbo. Numbo. It was. <laughs> quit your Dumbo Bumbo Jumbo. <laughs> Kendall. Uh oh. What's there behind that closet door? Oh my God. It's a monster. Monsters Inc. Do you love oh, it? Monsters Inc. I do love it. You know, I love it. I dressed up as Sully. Oh, that's right. For Halloween. Monsters Inc. So fun. I think one of my, maybe my favorite of the Pixar movies. It's just one of those movies. I don't know why. You know, some movies just go down easy. You can just they watch go down them. smooth. And so, you know, because some movies are like something traumatic happens and you can't yeah. watch it like a lot or over and over very much. Or, you know, just, but some movies, I don't know. And it's not every movie, not every movie that's just a good movie, but it just, Monsters Inc. just great. And it's about the monster world and getting the screams. And then mm-hmm. the, uh, they got the baby boo who's uh, up into the she's the human and into the monster world and just you know they got i love movies where people have to hide things and they have to hide her in a monster <laughs> costume <laughs> gotta hide them uh it was, it's a wonderful movie i completely agree and uh i i do need to remind you to fill out your paperwork <laughs> i and i love it I even um i love the sequel i wish they would make more and more monster movies monsters bride all of them there's no limit I really wish they'd make a sequel like when they're in the part where they're trying to make kids laugh. I think that would be fun. Oh, yeah. You get some good stand-ups to uh-huh. do parts. The Monster Comedy Hour would be great. I love it. Well, I did, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about our list, and we we keep it really hush-hush between the two of us, but I did. It's very hush-hush. So hush-hush, even we don't know. At the last minute, Cliff, the my number one changed because it came to me one that I love. Well, it'll be number two on the list, but it'll be my number two. So I'll, I'm going to save that one for next. Um, all right. Well, we look forward to, to <laughs> this is the first time we've ever said this. Kendall, we look forward to your number two. Oh, uh, well, hey, I'm glad somebody finally said it. <laughs> finally, Kendall. <laughs> finally. Now, before we go on for, to whatever number, that was number five. Before we go on, I have to, I have to tell you. Because, you know, I keep having all these Amazon packages show up. Yes, I do. A couple days ago, I thought, I should really just count how many things <laughs> I've ordered. Shouldn't do that. Since, <laughs> since, this is since quarantine began, since we started our, our seemingly hundred episodes ago, here our quarantine episodes here in the store. But it really, it was, I think it was like eight weeks ago, okay? Uh-huh. Real quick, I'm going to just read you the list. And okay. I, I, because I am who I am, these are all DVDs, okay? <laughs> and that's just who I am, folks. Uh, and this, this is, starts all the way back eight weeks ago. Here we go. I bought the the Wonder Years complete set. I bought Stranger Things Season 3. Uh-huh. And uh, I bought the complete Kimmy Schmidt because it came out and it was affordable. I bought. I got real nervous one day that I would never be able to have the Jim and the Holograms uh, complete set again. So I ordered that and it was... <laughs> very worthwhile and i got portlandia season five and six and seven and eight and i got simpsons season 19 i did get the complete jeffersons and the other day uh which that was not cheap but i this next one was cheap and i only got it because it was ten dollars less than it usually is i got the munsters 
both seasons uh-huh. of that together. And that was only $16, okay? So usually that's 25 to get both of them. And so I thought I'd be a fool to pass it up. You'd be a fool. All right, the rest of the those are the that's the TV. See, not many TV shows, and <laughs> many of them were very affordable. And now the movies, and many most of these movies were less than ten dollars. M- many of them I bought used, and because uh, I did, you did recycling. It is recycling. And did I ever tell you that I found it was like on the floor in the motel one day? It was this uh, DVD CD cleaner thing oh uh-uh. and well, I, yeah i found it. it's like somebody was giving it away and yeah. it has like a spray clean and you put you put the disc inside this thing that looks like a disc man and then you you twist it and twist it oh i remember those yeah yeah and it, it really did <laughs> unsolicited testimonial folks go out and buy one because it really did help uh one of my season 12 <laughs> discs of the simpsons which i thought oh my god this can you imagine my feelings, Kendall, when oh. a, a disc of The Simpsons starts skipping? Can you imagine the state it's, I'm in? That's like the time I left a West Wing DVD in the DVD player at a motel when I went uh, somewhere. And I came back and I was like, <gasps> now I'm missing one DVD. Drove me nuts. But this disc cleaner cleaned yeah. it and it played flawlessly. Praise the Lord. God. So those were the TV shows. These were the movies, okay? eight we- This eight weeks. Okay. Mighty Wind, Best in Show, Annie, uh, Les Mis, which I had was was a rebuy because I bought Les Mis for myself for Christmas, but the disc it was brand new and it was skipping and there was no amount of cleaning that was going to fix it. It was just it was just the one that was fucked up and I don't know where <laughs> I got it from and it was only five dollars then, so I just had to toss it and rebuy. It. I just stick out my chair. And then that was and the new one was only five dollars again. So, but I did spend ten dollars in total on Les Mis. So <laughs> then I got. Uh, Lust in the Dust, Hide and Go Shriek, Spring Breakers, Drag Me to Hell, Wait Until Dark, which is a great Audrey Hepburn movie where she's blind and she, there's people after her in her apartment. Have you ever seen it? Uh-uh. It's great. It's so good. I haven't seen that one. I've seen Grace Squiggly or whatever that one was. Grace Squiggly? Yeah, isn't that the name of it with Catherine Hepburn and she plays this woman? I, I forget what it was about, but I watched it when I was a kid. Oh, this is Audrey Hepburn. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, anyway, enough about Audrey Hepburn. This is not an Audrey Hepburn fan <laughs> cast. Then the, okay, these next ones, I really just wanted Jackie Brown, right? But uh-huh. it was cheaper to get a three-pack that had Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction, and Reservoir Dogs in it. So I got that. You know it's only an hour show, right? <laughs> and I'm halfway done with the movies. I'm literally in, in the halfway middle part. Uh, I got The Frighteners. Did you, lo- did you love The Frighteners with Michael oh, J. Fox? I just watched that the other day. Yeah, I have it. So good. Yeah. You could just watch it over and over. Okay. Uh, I watched it Halloween yeah, last excellent. year. And uh, I'll, I got to keep going because we're going to run out of time. Uh, I got <laughs> For the Boys, which I realized I didn't have and I got real nervous about. And which What I love about it is it came in a... It's used, and it came in like a rental DVD box. So, so that's fine. So oh, uh, yeah. It takes you back. I got the, the man who... Like a blast from the past. I got the man who wasn't there, Mars Attacks, the Blues Brothers. Have you Have you seen the Blues Brothers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Blues Brothers 2000. Well, I, I don't know if I've seen that one, but I'd never just sat and watched the Blues Brothers all the way through, but it was so good, and it was only $5. Oh, yeah. I loved it. So, it's $5, so it was very affordable. Um, I got Deer Heart, which is an old Geraldine Page movie. I got Stella, which is Bette Midler. Uh, Cutting Class. I got Fargo, because one day I was like, I need Fargo for, uh, what's her face? The 
who's the actress? Frances McDormand, who's so wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Panic Room, which I panicked one day when I realized that you couldn't get that and I had to buy it used. And so I, had to, I bought one because I thought, well, these used ones, they're going to skyrocket in price. Uh, I got The Jerk. I got Okja, which is a Netflix movie. And shh, don't tell anybody I had to buy a bootleg because they don't put out the Netflix movies on DVD like lunatics. They're, they could be making so much money just from me. I know. But Thank I had you. to buy a, boot, a bootleg. So, P.S., if anybody has the uh, skinny on a bootleg of uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, which is the other Jake Gyllenhaal Netflix movie, I need that, too, on DVD. <laughs> um, in, I'm almost done, Kendall. I got Annihilation. I got Indiana Jones, 1, 2, 3, and 4. Remember, I told you that was the tw- $20 for all four of them on Blu-ray, region-free. That's free. a steal. Region-free, Kendall. I can play them in any DVD player in the whole country. <laughs> The whole world. <laughs> like a, uh, a commercial. Reaching free. And then I did get Murder by Numbers, which is a great Sandra Bullock and young Ryan Gosling movie. And I got, and this is on the way, coming next week, and I swear to God, I'm not going to buy anything else. I got Hellraiser 1 and 2 because I thought I needed the set of both for something really scary at Halloween because life is so scary itself. I thought well, I need, like, Hellraiser-level terror at Halloween. So I had to get uh, Yeah. We have to up the ante for, uh, for Halloween. Uh, I mean, that does explain why you haven't been able to chip in for groceries lately, but uh, I know. But there you go. I mean, it's been a lot of great movies. Uh, if you would just share them, like I'd like to watch some of those too. So, uh, oh, Kendall, you know I've made you. On over. I'll make I'll make you watch several. Maybe I'll incorporate some a screening with my commentary into a quarantine concert. Well, that that's halfway sounds fun. So yes, <laughs> yes. Say see, you're like me, Kendall. You're saying yes to life say yes to life that's 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 what we should take away from this say yes to life say yes to life and say so, uh, but i'm not i'm not buying anything else all right we'll check back in with you next week and see uh, how you're doing that was um, it's a whole page worth do you see i wrote them and it is literally the entire page oh my god <laughs> hey some people buy cars you buy movies that's your your addiction well and i tell you they're very affordable most three quarters of them were less than ten dollars. Hey, it's a lot more affordable than what most men at forty are buying, with like Which, Porsches and other shit. So hookers, yeah, <laughs> and the hookers, God, uh, the head horse. She's a ghost for so much. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why I had so much money laying around because I haven't been paying the hookers since the quarantine. That's, that's what it is, saving saving money left and right. Now I really did think the other day. I thought, well, this I haven't bought gas. So this is like a few tanks of gas, you know? That's so yeah. expensive. That's true. You've had a lot of gas, but you haven't bought any. I've had a lot, um, but the free kind. But let's see. Now, what what number are we on? Number four, right? Number four, Kendall. What, who could ask for more? I'm going to say... I would say this is number four, but it's not a completely animated film. So I'm just going to say... Oh. Roger Rabbit would be number four if it was all okay. animated. But right, since I'm, it's not, th- thank you for saying it is not qualified because that was one thing that kept me up at night. I thought if Kendall says that one of the top ten animated movies is Roger Rabbit, I'm gonna flip out. And I knew you would, so that's not. why I decided not to. But the number four. All right, thank one of, you. One of my very favorite uh, animated movies of all time. Up, Cliff. The movie Up from Pixar, isn't it? Just the first three minutes of that. Make me cry like nothing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. Of course, it's, Ed Asner is the old man. 
It's because that's the movie I wanted to make in film school. If you remember, I always had all these movies where I was like, there's these old people and one of them dies and one of them, they have to do that. Like that, that's what I wanted to make. So once up came up, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'll just yeah. watch it and enjoy my the rest of my there life. There you go. Kendall, it is, is that what you love so much about it? That it's, you got the old guy at the center and the balloons. Yeah, but, and, and I, I love all that. And the movie is great. I love the movie. But really, the first three minutes is that is the best three minutes of cinema, I think. It's like because it's just quiet. There's no talking. You get it all. You see that she loses the baby, and they have to. It just breaks your heart. I just think it's it's beautifully done, and it's one of the best. Simply the best. And then they bring the balloons in. It gets even better. And it all so many of these are your Halloween costumes because you were. <laughs> You were him yes. in the house. I was, I was up. I was uh huh. I was up. I was uh, Monsters Inc. I've, I've done and I, I one that we didn't talk about was Toy Story, but I was uh, uh, Buzz. Sorry, to say Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Lightyear <laughs> from Toy Story one year. Well, don't you remember that year? I was yeah, Woody. You were Woody. And Susan was and Susan was Jesse. Yeah, we were all together. We yep. won at we some place. Yes, we went everywhere we go because our costumes are so great. I know. remember when I was skinny enough that I had the confidence to say I'm Woody from Toy Story instead of I'm the the piggy bank from Toy Story. Oh, please look look back at the pictures of me dressed as Richard Simmons the year we went out in Hollywood, and I looked like I could actually pull off being Richard Simmons. Now I look like I set on Richard Simmons and he died and bloated and he's the dead corpse walking around. Uh, that's exactly that would also be a good costume for this. Hey, year. hey, hey! They're, they're, we're getting somewhere now. We're getting somewhere now, Kendall. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 we've got... Could not... Oh, no. Tell them, Sugar Lump. Oh, such terrible oh, news. So, sorry, dear. That was improper. I could have been to jump over you there. Oh, any time. You know, it doesn't matter to me. We've got that kind of relationship, dear. <laughs> oh, Daffodil, you're so wonderful. Well, we could not find a proper length of a, of a tape measure, so we've just tied the two of these together, dear, and I think it'll just make it around. All right. Well, let's hope so this time. You can miss Snobbomb, you get on this side, and Mrs. Butter 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 Turn, you come over here. I'll pull if you need me to. Pull with me, boy. All right. Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, look, it just barely made it, dear. Okay, I think that should be good. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that, will that be comfortable, dear? It'll be, it'll be fine. Oh, perfect. Then we have the measurement, dear. I'm going to go get to work right away. All right, children. Oh, maybe Falky can help. She's learning how to sew already. Oh, yes, children. Get the needle in free. Oh, this is going to be wonderful. It's a whole... Fa- oh, Cliff, you can breathe out now. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a, a whole family affair. They're making our costumes. It's a family affair. I hope. I'm sure. I, you know, probably I'll be able to lose a little weight between now and when we perform the show in a couple weeks. And yeah. That costume will fit. Sure. I, I th- I'm glad she's adding that extra panel in. Let me just say that. Panels, 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 J-Rod. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, yes. Cliff, I know that it's so great that they're helping us with costumes, but it's time for us to do something that we love to do. It is. And that's help the listeners. It's time to help people, Cliff. It's you've got questions. We've got answers. Dear Cliff and Kendall. Dear Cliff and oh, Kendall. I love it. I, I, oh. I can't wait can't wait to help these people and i have a letter over here me I'm too gonna but read. i'm gonna i'm gonna read mine first here we go okay you here, go ahead let me open this up here let me just oh let's see oh that was i don't know what that was let's see here it goes. 
All right, dear Cliff and Kendall, is how it starts. It says, Dear Cliff and Kendall, I am nine years old and I have a problem. Uh-oh. Every time I get money from my parents or my aunts and uncles or my grandparents, I spend it on gum, chips, chocolate, and sodas. Then, Kendall and Cliff, whenever I want to buy something like a cool jacket, I don't have no money. My daddy says I should buy a piggy bank, like the one in Toy Story that Cliff should go as for Halloween, but I got one last Christmas and didn't even work. I saved no money, Kendall and Cliff. How can I save it, though? Huh? Huh? Tell me, please. And that is signed, Beleaguered Boy in Busheltown. Well, Cliff, I think I better take this one, since you just read a four-hour paragraph on all the movies you just bought. Oh, ouch! <laughs> no, I, I was really going to say, I don't think we could even help this person, because we have the same problem. We either buy candy or food or movies, so uh, here, here's one of those times we'll say, do what we say, but not what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it yeah. is better to put that money aside and yeah. save for a rainy day, because yeah. yeah. the the... Things that you put off now will be even better when you expound them and all the money you save later. Did that sound genuine? That sounded so good, Kendall. I thought for a minute Susie Orman was in the booth with me. and Don't. I can't, I can't think of what she would say, but I was trying to I emulate her. But if I wish she was here and Kathy Griffin was here and we'd be having the, just a hell of a time. Oh, I wish everybody was here. We could use it. We could use it. That's like us. We got to give some love. Give a little love to the listeners. But at least we gave some help. Oh, we're giving help. We're giving them so much help. They're they're knowing what animated movies they got to watch. They're learning how to save money in banks. All right. I have a letter here. I'm going to... That's why we deserve that Peabody that I'm was given earlier in the show. Uh, we definitely deserve it. And as soon as somebody gets wind of it, they'll bring it to us. Okay, here we go. Worth, here it is. Uh, Dear Cliff and Kendall. Oh, good. How would you suggest I deal with people who continually want to sabotage my diet? Ugh. I worked very hard to drop more than 30 pounds. I also have digestive health issues that are nobody's business. Ooh, ooh, An example, ooh, ooh. during the coffee break at a meeting at work, someone offered me lovely homemade baked goods. I said, no thank you. And then I got a snide remark about being ungrateful for all the, quote, effort that went into them and was urged to just try a little bit to be sociable. Another time, someone plunked a huge chunk of frosting-laden something in front of me. Or a friend brings me a large quantity of cake or wine or strange, quote, gourmet stuff I can't eat. All of which wind up in the trash after I've given uh, after I've given into them. Uh, when I visit my mother, she continues to pile stuff on my plate, even after I repeatedly say no, thank you. Um, then I get a lecture about wasting food. What do I need to do? Be doing differently, or say differently, and that's sabotaged in the North Busheltown suburbs. You need to take all of the extra food that you don't want. And send it to Cliff and Kendall, care of... Box. <laughs> uh, well, just send it right here to the store. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter yeah. Turns Butter Turn to Pottery and Butter. Uh, you know... Falkland Islands. Falkland Islands, Fizzy 111. It is not that big of an island. They'll get it to us if you yeah. put all that on the box. They, you, they, you can see us from anywhere on the island, so they'll make sure we get it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was great. Just give it away. Give it away, give it away now as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I think that was a great answer to that question, Cliff, and I'm glad that we could yeah. help so many people. Put that one in the helped column, Kendall. Helped. Put it over there. Now that we got that out of the way. All right. So, what? Are we ready for number three? <gasps> uh, we could do number three, and then we have another segment, and then we'll do the top two. How about that? <gasps> 
I love it, Kendall. Give the listeners this agenda to follow. It's fantastic. Well, I'll follow along in your hymnals. Follow along. Oh, what a wonderful old thing. All right. <laughs> Kendall, number three. Number three. I don't know if you've ever even seen this movie or not. Uh-oh. But it is so good. And you know... You know how the Oscars always, every year in the animated category, they they throw in a couple of just real weird ones, uh-huh. like made out of like paper mache, and it's a story <laughs> of like somebody with dementia or something. Yeah. And I, I thought, I'm not going to pick any of those weirdo ones. And it's this is really not one of those weirdo ones. But it's, compared to the rest of our Disney choices, it, <laughs> it might feel that way. Although, it is so good, and it won the Oscar for animated film that year. It is called Spirited Away. Have you ever seen it? I, I have not seen it, but I know we've talked about it, and I figured that's what you were talking about. I do plan to watch it, because I've heard a lot about it. I, I know like some costumes that people dressed up at Comic-Con from Spirited Away. So, I am going to watch it, but I have not seen it to this point. I pre-agreed, like, like I did for the listeners, I pre-agreed for you, your ass is going to watch it tonight. I don't care if you have to rent it. You're going to pony up the dollar $1.99. All right. Okay? You're going to watch this. Because, let me set the scene for you. Little girl and her mom and dad, they're moving to a new town. Mm-hmm. And they stop and see this, uh, you know, old-looking place They uh, on the way to their new house. And they get out, and they start exploring this old place. And it looks like an old uh, abandoned amusement park is what they decided it was. Uh-huh. And they're walking around, and suddenly, like, see what this reminds you of, they smell some really good-smelling food coming from somewhere. Ooh. And so they follow their noses, and they see this, you know, big, delicious-looking buffet set out. And so mom and dad are like, oh. I'm hooked already. I know. <laughs> and mom and dad are like, you know, they're trying to say, like, who's here? Well, we want... We want to eat here, and but nobody comes, and they say, all right, well, we'll pay later. We'll give them a credit card. Let's just start chowing down, chowing down. And mom and dad do, and mo- in moments, mom and dad have turned into pigs. Oh. And the little girl, she's left on her own, and she's a little bit freaking out, and there's a, a boy that comes, and he tells her what to do, and she is led to this big place, which is a bathhouse for the spirits and she has to get a job there and when i tell you kendall I, i'm not joking when i say you have to watch this like tonight i'll watch it because it is gonna i think it'd be one of your very favorites it because i i'm not like a huge anime fan or anything i don't i just haven't seen it so it's not like i yeah you know i just it's not like i'm predisposed to that but it is one of the movies that just takes you immediately to this completely other world. Well, I could use that right about now, so. It is fantastic. And I remember, and it came out probably 2000, 2001 or mm-hmm. something, and my old friend Heather and I, you know, I always like to tell you when I saw things in the theater. Well, folks, I saw it in the theater. I think you told me about and it after you saw it in the theater. <laughs> it was incredible. I probably did. Yeah. And I, then I bought it on DVD, and... My grandmother watched it, and this is how good it was. She's like, you know what? Let's watch that again. And so we watched it twice, (laughs) and it it was just, it's unlike anything else. And when I tell you that part of the story, that's literally the first 10 minutes, okay? Uh And it gets wilder and 
Uh, just I could I can't say enough about it at all. Well, I'm, I'll definitely watch Spirited it. Spirited away. It's definitely time to watch those things that I've been putting off. So. And now it's time for the game show that makes you feel dumb. Oh, yes. And there they are. You can hear them coming. Your big fat hosts, Cliff and Kendall. All right. Kendall, give me something I should know. All right. Here we go. Cliff, what sport features a railroad split? Kendall, I will not dignify that with an answer. Oh. Talking about slits. Well, then, a split, not, yeah, not slit. A railroad split. A split? Oh, that's railroad busting. No, Cliff, that's bowling. I've never heard of it. Kendall, what movie gives Annette Benning a chance to wash a glass door in her skivvies? And repeat, I will sell this house today. House sitter. House sitter at large to the housing. No, Kendall, <laughs> it was American Beauty. I was close enough. Cliff, how many sides does a heptagon have? Heptagon would have 11. No. No. Seven. Seven? Yes. I disagree <laughs> with that one. All right, Kendall. What movie theme was Barbara Streisand's first chart-topping single? Uh, Gypsy. <sighs> I, I have no idea. Oh, ouch. 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 Listeners, it's one of those, you ever watch a game show and you just, you hope somebody's going to say something within the realm of possibility. And, Hello, Dolly. And they just don't, they just say something crazy and off the wall. Like if you say, what two colors do you mix to get green? And they answered concrete, you know, like Memories. Well, you know, when I can't, like when I can't think, of my mind. I just yell out the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> Misty watercolor memories. Kendall, the answer is the way we were. Uh, the uh, way, the we way, were. way we were. Now, what was I thinking of? <laughs> you, you must have been trying to think of Funny Girl. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Where did I get Gypsy from? Gypsy's wonderful. I just rewatched the TV version, with, which is excellent, with Bette Midler, and it's wonderful. Oh, Bette Midler's in Gypsy. Okay. Oh, and then I said Hello, Dolly. Which is Barbara, that. so you were... Okay. You I, were I just I got there. I just got my cables crossed. All right. Cliff, which shoulder do you throw spilled salt over if you're trying to appease the gods or whatever you want to call it? Uh, You throw it over your left shoulder. Yeah. Act, Good for you. Acting like I don't know how to appease the gods. <laughs> All right, Kendall, finally for me, what sport crowns a Miss Pit Spit? A Miss Pit Spit. Was that uh, the, what, did you say what sport? Yeah. Peach spitting. <laughs> oh, no, Kendall. This is so different. I can't even get over it. It's cherry pit spitting. Uh, well, close enough again. Kendall, you'll always be our Miss Pit Spit. Well, and I'm glad I am. I have one more for you. All right. This one you should get immediately. What's the world's largest and heaviest mammal? Me. <laughs> no, the blue whale. <laughs> the blue whale, closely followed by the Cliff and Kendall. Yeah. Of well, North American origin. We're right next to it in the in the list there of top ten fattest mammals. So, oh, can, can you imagine the fun that'll be to count down someday? Ooh. The fattest mammals. Put it on the list, Crockpot. Put it on the list. Oh, she's over there making some pottery. 
because you know she's making our plant the oh yeah Audrey too out of ceramics so it's going to be excellent it, which it's going to be a heavy one for the big one but we'll see how it goes but it's something that's never been done and it's it's exciting it is exciting first time for everything yeah. we're breaking the yeah, mold because you know because after she makes it we are going to break the mold because we don't want anybody else to have a pottery audrey too hell no it's our thing all right leading up to the top oh. two animated oh. films of all time that you must oh. watch kendall i'm so excited for your number two i know you are i know everybody's been so excited it's one of my favorites i love it uh it deals with magic Uh-oh. uh it deals with stones and swords Uh-oh. that are stuck in them it's the sword in the stone did you love it oh did you love it i did i loved uh mad madam mim Oh yes, and uh, and Merlin up and down, Merlin. to and fro. That's what makes the world go round. Love you it. know how Merlin, how he ages backwards. Don't you wish we could gain weight backwards? Ooh, yeah. All right, what else, Kendall? What else about Sword in the Stone do you love? I don't. Know, I just that's one of those movies from Disney that it didn't. Ha- it wasn't like Bam. Like you said, it wasn't like Bambi. It didn't have like terrible scarring things that happened in it it was just like i could watch it it reminds me of like old old disney i could put it on at night and watch it and just like just love it and they they turn into fish they turn into squirrels they're all over the place i just i loved everything about it i love that there's of course magic involved and and the magic person is the one that's smarter than everybody else so i I think psychologically there you go yeah i think my favorite part was when don't they like Merlin, he uses uh, uh, magic to like put everything in his house into his bag. Yes. Doesn't he do that? Yeah. And the owl, um, Archim- Archimedes, he's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. 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 Good one. Yeah. All right, Kendall, are you ready? Uh, I'm. Re- I can't wait for your number one. <laughs> I gotta ask you for number one. This is the number one that everybody. I mean, people are saying, obviously, it's going to be this. So, listeners, I'll, I won't, you know, it's like the elephant in the room. Obviously, this was always going to be number one, and here it is. Okay. Kendall, I get really mad when the cinematic contributions of Snoopy and Charlie Brown and the Peanuts gang are overlooked. You know how mad I get, right? Yeah. There are five Charlie Brown movies that played at the theater. The theater, Kendall. And I want everybody to know they need to go down in history as excellent. They need their own Criterion collection for these movies. I thought we were doing a whole different countdown for that. (laughs) Uh, Well, they should. Movies that should be on the Criterion collection. (laughs) So someday, put that on the pile with the Fat Mammals countdown. (laughs) But anyway, Kendall, I had to whittle it to one, one to represent them all. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they could. That could have been five of the top ten. Those five. I love the new computer animated one, but I wanted to go with one of the classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not a sad one. Like Snoopy Come Home is so sad because Snoopy's gone for the whole time, and it's just very heart wrenching. <laughs> you know, it's very traumatic when Charlie Brown goes with Linus, and they have to stay at the chateau of the bad neighbor when they're French exchange students with. Peppermint Patty and Marcy in Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back. 
And so I can't even pick that one because it's too traumatic. But I think the one that goes down the easiest, as we said, the one that is just fun from start to finish, they're all, they all are, but this one is not as like heartbreaking as others. Mm-hmm. It, it's just another story of another race. It's race for your life, Charlie Brown. Uh, race Where for they your go life. to summer camp. And it's a new day. It's got great music that starts. It's got Snoopy on a motorcycle. And it's all the kids that go and they go to camp. And it's the girls against the boys in this rafting race. And they get stranded. And it snows. And they have to, you know, make breakfast. And all the boys sleep outside and get covered in snow. And all the girls sleep inside. And all the girls, they always take a... A ballot. They do a secret ballot voting for all decisions for everything. <laughs> even if it's like to. That's what we should do. Yeah, they want to decide should they help the boys whose raft has sunk and the boys are floating in the water. They do a secret ballot vote and they read them out. And it's just one of the classics of all cinema. Well, that's a it's race for your life. That's a great number one. I thought you were going to say you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Well, you're a good man, Charlie Brown is wonderful. It was a TV special made from the musical. Oh, was it a TV special? There's the first movie, which is the only one I, I've neglected to mention. It was, it's also sort of it's a, it's a little bit sad, but it's uh, also excellent. Is a boy named Charlie Brown. Oh, mm-hmm. And, then, and they're not none of them are as sad as I'm making them out to be, except for Snoopy Come Home, which is yeah. Bambi level sad. Well, I think all five of them should just be number one. <laughs> yeah. They, they t- well, I picked one to just, you know, signify all of them. Yeah. So. Well, you're, you're right. I did gloss over that in my brain. But I knew that you would come in and find anyone that I glossed over and be like, this is the right one, Cliff- Kendall. I, yeah. I, in my brain, I just had you call me Cliff. So there you go. Uh-huh. That's worked. Everybody that gets means- confused. We all do. Can everybody hurts sometimes, and we just say good grief, good grief. Well, Cliff, before this show turns into an epic megathon, four oh. four hour long show, which you know we can do, don't tempt we us. We can do, don't tempt. I us. have a wonderful quote that I want to share with you. All right, but before we get to, I know there's a concert coming. I know, but I want to share this quote. Okay, I would rather entertain and hope that people learn something than educate people and hope they were entertained. And that was uh, the master of the animated films himself, Walt Disney. Oh, never forget. Don't you forget. want to just entertain Kendall. people and hope they learn something rather than the other way around? Well, whatever. I, you know, <laughs> never, never forget that it all started with a mouse. That's true. Kendall. And it ended up with two giant fat blobs. Yeah, that's how it ended. But, but I but, am excited because I know you have a quarantine concert that we listened to last night. It was wonderful, right. and I know the listeners are going to be just as excited to hear it as I was. Yes, me, me too. I performed it and rehearsed it, and I'm still excited to hear it again. Uh, your excitement has not waned one bit through the entire it process. It doesn't. It does not wane. But that's why you do it, Cliff, because your excitement never wanes. No, it only waxes. It just waxes and waxes and waxes and waxes. Wax on, wax off. Yes, amen. All right, well, let's hear it. Here, let's hear it. Let's hear it for the qu- quarantine concert. All right, I'm gonna press play. Oh, 
<laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's quarantine concert series installment. I've come to love this time just as much as you do every day, where I can guide us through sort of the human experience. And one of the things I want to talk about today is just the universality. And somebody's making noise out there. I need you to stop moving or stop whatever it is. And this song is about something that unites us all, which we need more of today. Am I right? I'm right. Only each day I need you to do something that all Humans must You've got to pick out all the boogers And pull out the snot Even if they're sticky with crust Don't be afraid to get your finger up there and you'll be glad if you do You don't want your nose packed Others might stare All it takes is a moment or two Get it real clean Get out the boogers The brown and the green Pick your nose Do this you should Remove all the snot Is that under up in your nostrils up as far as is possible really investigate with care although you can't see them boogers are hiding maybe camouflaged by nose hair Though the task is simple enough Do so with ease Don't get too
No, thank you. No, really, thank you. Thank you. You know, honestly, as I was singing that, I sort of got lost admiring my own voice. You know, I don't like to go on about it, but I was just thinking, gosh, it just sounds so good. And a lot of singers, you know, they always say when they're in Las Vegas or something, like they can't talk all day or they can't you know, drink anything but like lemon water or suck on a honeycomb or whatever. But I just had a big bowl of ice cream and I sounded fantastic. So just what a blessing. And a versatile voice I was blessed with because I can sing those Broadway level parody songs. And also I can sing the old story songs from yesteryear. And this is actually a request from Mr. Snodbottom. This is uh, an old favorite cowboy song of his. As I walked out in the streets of Laredo, as I walked out in Laredo one day, I saw a young cowboy Wrapped all in white linen Wrapped in white linen As cold as the clay Oh, beat the drum slowly And play the fife lowly Sing the death march As you carry me along Take me to the valley there lay the sod o'er me I'm a young cowboy I know I've done wrong I see by your outfit That you are a cowboy These words he did say As I boldly walked by Come sit down beside me and hear my sad story Got shot in the breast And I know I must die Go fetch me some water A cool cup of water To cool my parched lips Then the poor cowboy said Before I returned His spirit had left him, had gone to his maker, the cowboy was dead. Oh, beat the drum slowly, and play the fife lowly, sing the death march as you carry me along. Take me to the valley, there lay the sod o'er me, I'm a young cowboy and I know I've done wrong. Oh, thank you, thank you, Mr. Snodbottom. You can sit down. Thank you. Um, I thought as a finale of sorts, I would play 
the birthday song that we all took a part in and recorded for our wonderful friend and announcer, Rayanne. All right, so I'm going to just call her up here. She's not answering, so I'm going to just wait for the beep, and I'll play it. Well, they say you were born this day A number of years ago Could have been 30 or 20 It doesn't show You're so cool, too much so for school. You were born and you're still alive and we're so glad. Yeah, we're so glad. We just have to cry. Oh, happy birthday. We hope it's a really great one. Happy birthday, hope your party is really fun, better buy them birthday candles, and make the cake gluten free, cause you know the birthday girl, she's got allergies, she's so sweet, what a treat, in the glasses, or with contacts looks good either way and i just have to say something i won't retract happy birthday we hope it's a really great one happy birthday hope your party it's really fun. Oh, Sugarlum, whose birthday is this again? <laughs> it's a friend of Cliff and Kendall's. I, I think she records their answering machine messages. Oh, she sounds like a lovely girl. Oh, Daffodil, I'm sure you're right. It's the day of your birth. That's the day that you came to Earth. We're so glad you did. Yeah, we're so glad you did For what it is worth Happy birthday Hey! We hope it's a really great one Happy birthday Hope your party is really fun Happy birthday Oh, oh, happy birthday Don't forget the doilies, dear Feels so good in your birthday To eat cake And open cards And open gifts And blow out candles Happy birthday. 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 Happ